hello, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings, a pro wrestling podcast. I am Justin. Here with Meals. What's up, Meals? Looking for revenge. Oh, summer sixteen. Uh, um, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I I too am chilling all week. Here. Lucky you, man. Lucky you. Not lucky. You know what? It's not lucky. It's deserved. How about that? You work hard. You sound you sound tired. You sound... <laughs> I'm super tired. Not gonna lie. But no, this July 4th thing, man. Listen, no one who came into work today that I talked to was like, this was enough. Everyone was like, yo, last night was so crazy. I don't know how I'm here today. Why is it so crazy though? Like who is going crazy for July 4th still? You know what? I I it's so wild. I know, right? I think people just use this as an excuse to barbecue. There is no national sentimentality that comes with this holiday for me. I think yeah. people just use this to barbecue and play music very, very loud, have pool parties, something along those lines. And like, and like fireworks. What what are what exactly you know when someone says, I'm about to go in for for Fourth of July? What exactly are you celebrating? I don't. Th- I think people just like to light fireworks. That's the hood way, bro. That's the way. In I don't even know. If it's exclu- if is, it, is it exclusive to the hood? No blind fireworks I, in the movie. I, I would say right. that. It, I would say that it is not. No. Okay. All right. At, at two in the morning, as people trying to put down newborn babies to sleep, and and fireworks, fireworks attacking your dogs, your pets, your babies, your everything. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. I just don't know what we're celebrating anymore, bro. Like we we are. Yeah, this country's <laughs> ass. I mean, I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> I mean, country. country country showed its ass. You know what I'm saying? Multiple times. Multiple times in the past month, and then we spoke the we spoke the we spoke the fuck with it after this. Fuck no. Not I shit. feel like I mean, we take the day off. That's what we're gonna do at the end of the day. We gonna take the day off, just like. White people get the day off of Juneteenth. It's a, it's, it's just one of those days where it's just like, you know what? Take it however you can. Celebrate it however you can. If it's just a barbecue, barbecue. But I, you know, I'm not. We're not saluting the flag over here. Not on the Fourth of July. I wonder. If you know what I saw? Know what I saw? I saw that. Have you heard of this kid called uh, I Show Speed, streamer? No. Black kid. No. Let off some fireworks in his oh, house. Oh, I did. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, I just sent you the link. I didn't even know you hadn't seen it yet, but yo, what is I, I hadn't it? seen it, but I've I saw it across my timeline, but I ain't click on it because that's like one of those things where I gotta like I can't I need to take time off to process what the what kind of bullshit is going Let, on. Let's process it together today. There's not a lot of wrestling news. Let's okay. process it together today. So go ahead and click on that thing. Click on okay, that. I clicked on it. I clicked on it. Let me know when to press play. Hold on. Let, oh, we're going to watch it together? We're going to watch it together. Come right, on, man. We're going to watch it together. I think I can play the, the sound through this. Play okay. the sound. It's, it's playing automatically. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, nah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me turn it down. Look at this this fucking idiot. 
His mom lives there. Bruh. How much of an ass whooping would you get? Oh, let me turn it. I'm sorry, guys. Sound warning. <laughs> Sound warning. No, like, how much of an ass whooping would you get for doing something Why like that? Like, it, <laughs> it wouldn't even be like jazz being thrown out the house. It would be like Uncle Phil throwing you out the window. You know what I'm saying? What, did you not think this was, this would this would happen, you idiot? I didn't know. I didn't know. Yo, this is internet culture in 2022, baby. And it's going to end up... Fire, the fire, the, the, the firefighters came on stream. He leaves the stream on the whole time. Did you notice that there's other fireworks in the box right next to that? No. There's another box of fireworks right next to it. And if you look at the if you look at the the comments, he's a social experiment. He has to be a social experiment. Speed has to be a social experiment. This is hilarious. None of this is funny to me. Is it funny to you? I right. <laughs> I didn't laugh at it. I didn't. I think it's incredibly stupid. I'm not saying this is funny at all. I'm saying the situation is, it's like, to me, it's like, why? But in the sense of like, you idiot. This is like the the lowest bar minimum cartoon funny to me. But it's also like, why? I can't imagine. It's funny to me because I could only imagine if I did this, how much of an ass whooping I would get. Like the absence of thought comes into mind. And to me, this is like, you know, it's, I guess this is what kids are growing up with in kind of internet culture, especially when they do stupid. Because not only is this kid going to do it, some other kid is going to do it. Well, everyone's been doing it. Chief Keefe almost burned his house down yesterday. Chief Keefe. Chief Keefe. Sosa. <laughs> Come on, bro. You a grown man. Yeah. You a grown, you a grown, you a grown man, bro. Mentally, he might not be yet. No. Um, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's it's that it's like it's that celebration type thing it's it's just like the even that's but like like everything has become sinister i hate to be like on a downer <laughs> this week a little bit of a downer today i'm not gonna hold you a little bit of a downer everything has become sinister bro right like july 4th has really like took your buzz away it was just like yo what are we even doing it is it's really sinister now it really is what are we even doing? I want I want to give um just a kind of stand on downer moments. Downer moments. No, no, no. I kind of want to. I mean, it's it's downer mode depending on how you think. I want to give a public uh a, a a public congratulations and also farewell to RSPN. And I know I'm saying this on the A show, mm-hmm. but it's because I didn't get to send anything into RSPN this week. But I was like, wait, I have my own platform to do it. Um, if you don't know, RSPN is a, po- a sports podcast that's on RNC Radio. It just had its last episode um, today or <laughs> yesterday or this week. How about that? Let's go with that. This week. Come on now. Um, just had its last episode this week. Um, I want to give a shout out to Mark and Jeff, 
I want to give a shout out to pretty much, uh, to me, especially, you know, in terms of the work that Mark does as well, because that man is like, if you understand how hard he works, like all of this is like a, a majority of this is his vision. Mm-hmm. Um, down to the artwork, which I'm in awe of every time he posts it, the editing skills, kind of everything that he's done. And now he's lent his, you know, his genius and everything over to Black Prince. So I'm very happy um, that he's involved with y'all and kind of doing that. But I want to give a shout out to him because, you know, what? We, I don't think as content creators, I feel like we we don't. It's constantly go, go, go. And I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of the process as well. And I was just talking to it with Jamal the other day as content creators. It, I think we, we're we in a special circumstance. This is very, very interesting. Where I don't think I've gotten... We've had low periods on the show, but I don't think that we've had a period where I wasn't excited. And if I did, I was burnt out. But excited to come talk about professional wrestling with you. Yeah. And some other, you know, sports, um, anime, all this other stuff like that. There's a grind to this doing every week. And there's a grind to doing this every week, too. But when you enjoy talking about it with your friends and you enjoy the things that you guys talk about, it's not really a grind. But for content creators, it's 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 a lot of work. You may, you may think it's just like two niggas talking on stuff like that. It's just niggas talking on the mic. But it's a lot of work. So I want to, you know, I definitely want to give an applause to, to Mark. And everyone over at RSBN, Jeff, and stuff like that for consistently doing this every week, and especially to Mark for pretty much putting everything together, um, making sure it looked amazing, making sure it sounds amazing. He is OCD, so everything I know <laughs> that goes through his brain, that's a little processed, the little fucking neural terminals in his brain, they're all working overtime every time that he has to think of something for the show. So I want to give a shout out to him and all kind of, you know. You do great work. I recommend you guys listen to RSPN this week, like for the last episode of it. As someone who's done a last episode for a podcast, it's very emotional, very uh, gratifying in a sense. And that's how we should end it. What do you, so I, I asked you this question. What do you think the last episode of the A show will be? Well, why would you even say, I knew you were going to do that. I, I legitimately knew you were going to do that. I don't know why you just did that. I was like, he's going to, he's going to like, because people are going to be like, is it going to end? Like people are going to hear that and say, is, is this, is it over? Are we, are we done? And I just don't think you should do that. No, a show's never going to finish, bro. Why would it? I'm just saying, I just don't think you should do that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to answer that question, but. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to answer that question. Okay, it's a hypothetical question. I think that... um, A-Show's never going to stop. I'm just letting you know. Right. I think that uh, when you... Almost 250 episodes in, by the way. When you look at it, like, just everything that RSPN has done, um, everything that Mark does, I I talk to Mark every day. And I, I, I am often up when he is doing his creative thing. You know what I mean? And And... The amount of That's care because you live on a different coast. I don't know why he's up. <laughs> I don't either. But the the amount of care that he took for that show is beyond anything that I've you know ever known. So if you know now you can obviously go back and listen to old old episodes from the past four or five years and you know really get to see that. But the way that show grew from you know Mark not even knowing if he could do it or if he would be good enough to do it and 
him just kind of becoming his own, you know, his own person as a, as a creator, it was really inspiring to see. And I like to think that like a lot of times, you know, I see things in people. So when I asked Mark, Hey, you should do this. You should probably do this. And he didn't know why that was why, <laughs> you know, because it was to unlock that side of him. And when that part got unlocked, he knew he saw things that he never even, you know, knew that he could do. Absolutely. And that, that was the goal. I think I think just in general, especially with people who have trepidation, like getting into podcasting or getting any sort of content creation, my, I guess, words of wisdom would be you got to start somewhere. And it's not going to be good when you start. You think of the first episode of the A show. And I'm not saying that it wasn't good because I do think it was phenomenal. Um, But, you know. I'm on a phone and you're recording me having a conversation with you on the phone. Mm. <laughs> like we're recording it that way. But then I think of like earlier than that, right? Like my first episode of two belts, my first episode of two belts probably was terrible. And I'm not sure how your first episode of uh, whatever podcast you started with. I forgot which it, it's either voice of the voiceless or something before that. It was voice of the voice. I mean, it was, it, it kind of, it was a wrestling podcast. It, yeah, it morphed into Voice of the Voiceless. Yeah, with, with, uh, with A+. And we did it weekly, and I was like, I don't want to stop doing it. You know, I, I want to continue to do it. So um, but that's where it, that came from. But um, we started somewhere, essentially. And you start, it's not always going to be pretty when you start, and I don't think you should aim for perfection. I think you should aim for growth. I think mm. you should aim for constantly building what you're doing and 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 working those directions and and most importantly building a community, especially if you if it's content that you want people to engage in building that community and stuff like that. I saw one of my homegirls who posted on Twitter today um, at her is Chibi Thought, and she <laughs> I don't know she's a great she's great. Um, she started off because she's do- she does cosplay. And she was like five years ago, I did this and she had like 31 followers and now she has like 31,000 followers. And it's like, she, you got to start somewhere to get somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So I urge, I take this, you know, instead of it being, I guess, the morbid thing that you didn't want us to talk about, like, what's the final episode of the A-Show? I don't think there's going to be a final episode of the A-Show, but I do feel like at some point, you know, in the future, we'll continue to grow and continue and evolve. And, you know, I think we have exhibited this just by doing this show. I think the way that the A show has grown over the last number of years has been phenomenal. I think we're better hosts because of it. I think we're better talkers because of it. I think we're better businessmen because of this. I think we're better at a whole bunch of other different things because of this show. And uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's not a marathon. It's, it's not a, it's not a race. It's a marathon, you know? Yeah. It is. And this is a marathon that Jamark and Jeff ran. And um, just because they're not doing it anymore doesn't mean that it's over. I mean, obviously, Jeff's on the lookout. Mark will be, you know, he'll have his hands on a lot of different things, but primarily on the black print. But, you know, I'm pretty sure Mark's going to be doing a lot of stuff that he's going to announce in the near future. But um, we might have to see him for the A show, too. FDA if he wants to if he wants to I mean he he's open man he he you know one thing about Mark is that he's he's always going to find a way you know and um yeah but you know we're this is just our way of of 
because the thing is, is that the A show, this show is what was the pilot for all of these other shows, you know? Mm-hmm. So when one ends, whether it be uh, overly medicated or whether it be Black Variant or whether it be RSBN or something like that, like it's we a challenge. Know, it's a challenge. It's done. It's officially over. <laughs> it's a challenge or something like that. Like we, you got to remember like this, this is the show when you guys listen to this and you guys tap into our other content, this was the gateway show for a lot of people. Right. So like, when people listen to us, they say, oh, you guys got a basketball joint, too. And there's people that are kind of have the same type of vibe that you do. So it's always a good thing. You know what I mean? That we that we put people on the other other things and, and introduce people to other shows. And I think that RSBN was the show where a lot of people who listen to the A show went to, to that and was like, OK. So if you think about it, Mills, like there were people that were listening to something from one of us or our friends for a whole week. Which is yeah. insane to think about. Yeah. Nah, it's wild. It's why when I hear people listen to, no offense to like, it's a challenge because I love it's a challenge. When people listen to it's a challenge, I'm like, yo, why are you listening to this? Do you even watch the show? Like, <laughs> but yeah. sometimes it's just because of the banter. Because I love the banter. I love like what we're doing now. I love the banter. I yeah. love discussing shit like this. And 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 it's all about building in terms of just like, in terms of if I could give more words of wisdom. Um, I feel like I'm a black person right now. Um, give more jewels you know what i'm saying um continue to like you know i i love getting to the place where people just want to hear what we kind of have to say and we could be talking about anything because Mm -hmm. i've always enamored that about certain other podcasters if if there's podcasters that have been my inspiration if there's podcasters that i take things from um in terms of in terms of what I could reveal, this is weird to say. Um, the Ringer, Bill Simmons, I take a lot of my creative energy from him because he's he, he's done podcasting enough, and I think he's mastered it enough. Um, mm. He also has a producer called Juliet Littman, who I take a lot of stuff from, just in the way that um, her energy in terms of doing this uh, is is very infectious and i try to keep that energy for myself especially when i'm doing shows like this um and when i was doing on radio it was i was listening to a lot of angie martinez yeah that's a good that angie's a good um a good litmus test I, I, I listen to a lot of her shows and the way she's able to kind of like ask people questions and stuff like that. And you know who I look, you know, I look towards now as well in terms of things that I want to do is the Ariel Hawani and stuff like that. He's good. I think, yeah. yeah, he's great. And I think I want, I want to have the freedom to feel like I can ask those questions without it kind of being like overstepping my boundaries. Mm. Um I want to be able to ask people hard hitting questions and like without feeling like this might be our only opportunity. And if we don't do this, they might shun us. If we ask this question, if I ask Bianca about like, you know, how do you feel about blah, 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 blah. And not thinking this could be our last WWE interview ever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't want it in my brain. No, it it wasn't, wasn't, but it wasn't, but we kept it. I think we kept it. We kept it cool and we kept it fun because ultimately um, we're bigger than just a wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. We're like culture and all this other stuff like that and intertwined in this. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what stream of consciousness for the last 20 minutes that we've been talking about. but uh, It's good. I like it. It's fine. It's oh, okay. good. It's a slow week, you know, the slow week, holiday week. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we're getting everybody through. 
their holiday weekend or week or you know however long that you're um that you're off i want to do something new real quick okay do something new now probably we'll probably leave this to um patrons after this week but oh first off happy birthday to uh adam cole it's adam cole's birthday today i believe so i believe i saw it it's my dad's birthday today well luckily your dad will never fall off like like him (laughs) (laughs) on this day birthday (laughs) (laughs) on this day in wrestling, July fifth, nineteen ninety nine, Georgia Dome, Atlanta, Georgia. Monday Nitro. Oh God. <laughs> Monday Nitro aired, and this was in a significant episode because this was a this was the episode, the first episode after Owen Hart had passed away. It, it um, over the edge. Over the edge, the night before, or the week before, I believe, and um, it showed. It had a, a a segment where Brett was shown with pictures of his brother, of course Owen Hart. Um, announcers praised him, and they said that he was going to um, he was going to talk to talk to the fans. He comes out, he thanks the fans, um, he cries in the ring, uh, and says, you know, he's not sure uh, what's going to happen in his career after that. And that was probably like the most significant part of that episode. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. It was a uh, it was it was a it was a really sweet moment. It's it a rare moment of 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 kind of lev not levity but but realness that was not written. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, on that show, especially ninety nine WCW, which I mean, Jesus Christ! In this episode, I, you I have can't, yeah, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I don't know what ninety nine WCW is at this point. <sighs> You know what? We should watch some 99 WCW because you're wilding. I knew that you would fucking say that. I knew that you would say that. Well, I feel like if you don't know what it is, you need to watch it. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch this, it anyway. Yeah, for sure. This episode also had Juventud Guerrera and Chavo Guerrero Jr. Uh, versus... Uh, the Juice? Yeah. And and that match stopped after uh, Sid Vicious and Randy Savage came out and beat them all up. Ah. <laughs> uh. That was, <laughs> that was still going on. Yes. Uh it had Rick Steiner uh defeating Vampiro for the TV title. Uh you you had uh Eddie Guerrero stealing wallets. Oh. You had, <laughs> you had a kickboxing match uh between Jerry uh Jerry Flynn versus Ernest Miller. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm Wait, gonna I'm, is it like legit or is it like mentally well, funny? That was that. This was gonna be my next question. How do you think this match ended? Um, dance contest. <laughs> no, it ended by DQ. So I don't. I don't know how oh. a kickboxing match can end in a DQ. Uh, Van Hammer defeated Lodi. <laughs> who? And who? <laughs> oh man, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper had an interview segment. Uh, in which he thanked Kurt Henning for declaring their rap is crap. So that's where we were at oh, <laughs> in '99. Wow. Um, Steve Steve Regal, uh, versus Fit Finley was on here. Uh, not not versus. I'm sorry, Stephen Regal and Fit Finley versus uh Rey Mysterio and Conan with with no limit. Well, you gotta have no limit. Mm-hmm. You body body. Uh, U.S. title. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. 
David Flair uh-uh. with Ric Flair and Arn Anderson uh-huh. by his side in Asia defeated Buff Bagwell. <sighs> yeah. See the fingerprints for AEW already in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Saturn, Malenko, and Benoit beat DDP, Bam Bam Bigelow, and, and Conan by pinfall. Okay. Conan again? Oh, I'm sorry, not Conan. Canyon. Sorry. Canyon. Oh, there you go. I was like, Conan, working double. Who better than him? Uh, Megadeth was on there. So you not only call rap crap multiple times on the show, but you had a rock band playing uh, Crush Em with Goldberg coming out because this song was on the soundtrack to the Universal Soldier movie that he was um, co-starring in at the time. And so they had to have Megadeth there. So if you were black at this point, this ain't for you. No, <laughs> they were not, at all. You right not at all. <laughs> they no. said, this shit ain't for your black ass. <laughs> Go over to USA. What were they doing? I'm, I'm interested. So they, I, I, I just looked it up. I just Googled stuff that going on. Whoa, Tori Wilson. Okay. I just Googled July 5th, 1999, WWF Raw versus WCW Nitro. Mm-hmm. Um, to see what was going on on Nitro, on what was going on on Raw the same week as this. Um, first of all, The Rock versus Triple H in a steel cage. That sounds infinitely better than the show already. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin's the WWF champion. I This might be like one of those weeks where, if, if we're doing this, we're heading into, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm not sure if we're, well, actually, we're oh, past over the edge. Um, we're heading into SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I remember it's 1999 SummerSlam specifically of baiting out China, getting the WWF title shot, <laughs> and just deciding maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin versus China is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then swapping it out. And we end up getting like Triple H versus um, Austin versus Foley at SummerSlam. Main event of this Nitro, Sid Vicious versus Kevin Nash. No contest. No one won. That's how you end your show. No one won. I'm looking at it right now. This don't even look good, man. Listen. Nash at the end of the show, because Randy Savage came out to interfere. Nash at the end of the show says, hey, Savage, if you want your lady, she's in my dressing room. What's left of her? all right and you want me to watch this is what you're saying uh so this is also a legendary episode because this is what happened this mind you this is again on an episode where bret hart comes out to mourn randy savage just slapped tory wilson in the face yes (laughs) is that episode (laughs) (laughs) not like crazy slap but Definitely concerning slap to Tori Wilson in his in her face. Because it is implied that they're having a lesbian relationship in the back. And after he slaps her, he rips George's uh, gorgeous George's t-shirt off in the show. Ends. Alright, I don't know about this, man. <laughs> hey man. Listen, they did quarter by quarter breakdowns on this YouTube episode. The first hour of, of Nitro, 3.6, 3.0, 3.2, 3.4. Ooh. First, 
first hour of Raw by quarter hour, 5.3, 5. 5.8, 5.9, 5.7. <laughs> well, here's my thing. When you're ending with shit like this, like, Jesus Christ. The final quarter hour of Nitro ends with a 2.1. And the final quarter hour of Raw ends with a 6.6. <laughs> my Nasty. Words, baby. Come Nasty. On. Also, on, on uh, this week in July... July 7th, 2016. SmackDown. SmackDown Live. I think it was still SmackDown Live at this point. You had Seth Rollins versus Jey Uso. He was still doing the pedigree this time, by the way. Uh, Well, first of all, where are you getting this information? I'm interested in where you (laughs) I'm interested in where where are you getting this information, but let's go off. Zack Ryder versus Sheamus. I mean, I'm sure it was... Okay. He's always around. Sheamus is the one constant probably in the last 10 years of all yeah. these cards. Nah, it's, it's longer than that. Yeah, 10 years for sure. He's always there. Uh, Enzo and Cass come out and they have a match between AJ Styles versus Enzo Amore. That happened. It was because Enzo and Cass were going up against the club, Carl Anderson and Gallows. Yep. This is very, very interesting. This is part of history we have not covered. This was in the pre-A show era, by the way. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. If you would like more pre-A show era content, subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> what what a strange, strange era. That's actually a good idea for a show. You know how what they have like BC? We can have like A. BA. Mm. What happened? Because we don't because like if y'all remember, if y'all remember in this episode is complete, this is the most hilarious episode ever. I'm pretty I don't if you have stopped listening, we I don't blame you. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't blame you. If you have skipped forward and said, What are they talking about wrestling? <laughs> I don't blame you. Because where are we at? <laughs> we'll go off. There's no news this week. There's like two things. Like we, let's just have some fun. Let's have fun. I, I, I like talking to you, Meal, so let's just have fun. Uh but yeah, this happened. Enzo and Cass were facing the club. This happened, and Enzo and Cass were over. Like we're like doing a pre-A show era thing. Because again, you guys got to remember, we started at the first invasion, which happened later this year, right? Or or that next year? It happened nah, next. That's year. the following year. Yeah, that's where we started, and we're five yeah. years. We're five years old this year. You know what that, I'm saying? So this was a preview for Battleground. Which included John Cena, Enzo, and Big Cass versus the club, which I completely forgot existed in my Man, brain. John was pulling up from deep with the support for Enzo and Cass. He got next to them and they 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 took off, which is crazy today. Like if we were to tell 2016 us what's about to happen in two years, you'd be like, no fucking way. They gotta look at this shit. They probably they probably listen to this episode and be like, "Yo, what did we we squandered the fuck?" You out know, of this you know what I think. You know what I think the convergence point was for this Raw twenty five. Mm. Raw after Raw twenty five, it got a little different in terms of a lot of stuff. Do tell, because I feel like Raw twenty five is where it was like, "Yo, it was WWE punching above their weight class." That's one. And people were getting upset about it. And they they rightfully did. They punched above their weight class trying to do the show in two fucking arenas. Right? Mm-hmm. The Enzo shit had come out that day. So it forced people to have a reckoning of, of about problematic things in wrestling. Because no one was really talking about it at that point. Let's just be clear. Nobody was talking about problematic shit. 
So right. not like on both ends, not a lot of people know how to t- take that, that news. Right. Still don't. They still don't. And it just had a lot of stuff. I feel like it, like it's a convergence point in terms of just like how we, how we cover and, 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 and talk about certain stuff. Also on this show, Jericho has been looking for his scarf all, all show, by the way. Nice. <laughs> nice. That sounds very SmackDown-y. You know what I'm saying? The draft is July 19th, by the way. So this is before that TV deal. Gotta, get, not that, gotta get that dra- gotta get that scarf before you move shows and never find it again. Um <laughs> The Miz versus Callisto. Remember him? <laughs> Callisto, of course. The Miz obviously won, right? He does. Of course. He does. Of course. Uh, they, uh, Randy Orton has apparently been gone. Remember this one? Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton was announced on this show. Of course. How could I forget? I was there live. This was the this was the uh, SummerSlam where Brock Lesnar busted Randy Orton's Randy head, Orton open. head open. And then Chris Jericho thought he could bowl up to Brock Lesnar and say, like, nigga, what are you doing? You fucking with my mans and shit like that. Brock Lesnar was like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. He busts his head to the white meat. I'll never remember that. I'll never forget that shit. That shit. Was, but mean, also, Randy right. had been gone for a really long time, and this was his first match back. <laughs> I'll never forget that this is essentially Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton's really like their first match. Yeah. And there was no real dope conclusion to it. <laughs> and I was sitting there at SummerSlam. I'm like, I guess this is how it ends. I think that SummerSlam ended with Brock Lesnar F5-ing Shane McMahon. Yeah. Which I'm assuming we're supposed to get a match at some point, but no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I um, think just got an F5. <laughs> this battleground was where uh, Sammy and KO faced off in that instant classic, by the way, a month later. Main event, Jericho versus Sami Zayn. Really long main event. Sami Zayn wins. Could main event any dynamite in America. So that was uh, that was today in wrestling history. <laughs> I don't know where you. All right, you know, pull up. Why not? Let's do this. Let's make this a consistent thing. This okay. week in wrestling history. Let's do it. Let's do it. So sign up for the Patreon. You'll get that. <laughs> I don't know why this phone is ringing. Um. <laughs> all right. Let's 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 get into some news. Uh, it's reported by Dave Meltzer, Io Shirai. Her contract is up soon. Uh, she has not put pen to paper on her new contract uh, offer, meaning that she'll become a free agent if she does not sign the deal. Um, doesn't seem as though there's any any interest of Shirai being interested in going to AEW or Impact, but mostly because she wants to go back home to see her husband and, um, you know, work with stardom once again. So I, I hate wrestling fans because... <laughs> I mean, you could say you could stop there. You could stop there. <laughs> this is what I got from this initial story. The initial story came out that Io Shirai did not want to renew her contract, and without reading into any of the details or any of this sort of things, it, it essentially wrestling fans reacted to say, "Damn, how could WWE fuck up a situation like this?" <laughs> and here's my thing. Here's my thing. Should Io Shirai, could Io Shirai have been called up way beforehand? Absolutely. Um, but I don't think that would have changed how she felt about being where she is now. 
um, could have maybe winning a women's championship on Raw or SmackDown or something along those lines quelled her feelings of like homesickness. Yeah, but it ultimately would not have taken away the fact that she's away from her husband, has been away from her husband for since essentially she came to NXT um, and hasn't gone back since essentially, you know, hasn't gone back actively or been with them since before the pandemic. So when people get online and immediately start saying like, oh, her career could have been this and her career could have been that and WWE did this and I hope she moved here. To me, it's like, yo, y'all are very short-sighted. And also, um, to me, it's just like, yo, the the answer is clear. She want to go see her family. Her contract is up. Yeah, I don't, here's my, I mean, someone could say, well, they could could make her want to sign it. I'm like, what are you going to do? She was like one of the top, Pushed acts. I mean, obviously, we all feel as though she could have been called up. But again, I think EO is also the the victim of a lot of really un unforeseen, you know, circumstances that have happened since she was getting pushed. I mean, COVID happened. You know, they weren't going out on the road. They needed people on the show. All of that type of stuff. Like, you know, I'm not even gonna get into that. At the end of the day, even in the report, their initial report, it's like they all love EO backstage. She's well liked. I'm, I'm pretty sure it might be a big money deal. Let's just be clear. Like, they're not going to re-sign you for some little bit of money. You know what I mean? But sometimes yeah. money isn't enough. Yeah. It's just not enough sometimes. And if she wants to go home, just like Kyrie saying, just let her go home. Just, just what it is. She's, she's yeah. done it to me, in my opinion. I don't want to say, like, NXT Hall of Fame. I do think Io Shirai... I mean, if they eventually, as years go on, maybe it's 10 years down the line and we kind of open up to kind of like a lot of different things. I believe she is a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. She has done nothing on the main roster, but the impact that she has had in NXT. I don't know if they'll ever do an NXT Hall of Fame. I don't think it's necessary. But if they coil it into the WWE, to me, she's a Hall of Famer. She kicked ass on NXT. She was Mm -hmm. the top wrestler on NXT for multiple years. Not just women's wrestler, but top wrestler in general. Yeah. Um, and the connection she, she's had with the audience, and yeah, she's done everything. She reinvented her character. She was re she reinvented her character before some of these bras were re thought about reinventing their damn character. And, and mind you, like she's still injured. She did injure her leg back in April. They're right. not rushing her to come back. They haven't clearly. They haven't added weeks to her contract, which they often do. Which it's weird who they do it for and who they don't, but it seems like they didn't do that to her. Um, you know, it seems as though she's, she's, they want her, they're trying to court her, but what, what, what do you, you know, what, what can they whiff here? She won multiple titles in NXT. You know, she was, she was kind of the, she was the top woman there. She was in mad war games. I think, was she in the first women's war games too? Had to be. I think she was. Had to and, be. You know, there's a lot of history made there. What I love to see her on the top of her head and jumped off a steel cage. Would I love for her to have been on the main roster? Absolutely. Do they need her today on the main roster? Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. If she wants to be there, you know, that is what it is. But you know, we'll 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 know in a couple of weeks. She could resign. You know. Hey, hey. Sidebar. Speaking of women and and resigning or being let go or something. So Paige's contract expires and well, as this comes out in public, it'll expire tomorrow. What do you mm-hmm. what do you think is gonna happen? AW. 
Mm. AEW. She can get on sessions with Renee first. Yeah, she's going to go air her grievances. Of course. Um, can't, miss that. can't miss a chance to do that one, you know. And then, but I don't think so. To me, I would hope, I would hope after seeing a lot of things injury wise with AEW that she just doesn't immediately jump back into the ring. I think she would have to be clear. I think even AEW would be like, all right, you got to be cleared by a couple people. They let Sting wrestle, <laughs> <laughs> they let Kenny Omega wrestle with a non working shoulder and legs. They let Adam Cole go back out after having an unconfirmed injury to go give himself another unconfirmed injury. Uh, what do you think? I mean, <laughs> I would imagine they look at Paige and be like, all right. Oh, 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 oh. They let Daniel Bryan wrestle the way he wrestles. I would imagine <laughs> they would. They would use some caution with Paige. Now, I don't think we need a women. I don't even think AEW likes authority figures like that, so I don't. I can't see it happening. Not over um, Tony, no. But they probably, but they would probably put her with somebody. <clears throat> Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Something. Who? Oh, she in the tag team now, buddy. Talking about, um, <laughs> hey AEW, good good for her, man. I I can't say I'll be checking for her. No, so. I can't say either. Um, but you know what? Best of luck to Io Shirai. I hope they do. I literally hope they have her with a. I don't. She hasn't been on TV for a while, but I would feel like she's warranted a, a goodbye. Story. Yeah, yeah, a goodbye. Yeah, get in front of the crowd, talk to people, get some flowers. Everyone chants your name. Um. Uh, Tiffany Strand shows up, kicks you in the but, junk, and you get out. What's of crazy? What's crazy is that Zoe Stark is on the way back too, which is her tag team partner. And you they know, repackage her. <clears throat> they should. They really should. But um, speaking of more women signing to NXT, uh, former Bellator fighter, or actually current Bellator fighter, she signed to both. Uh, Valerie Lareda, nice. Um, signed with WWE. Last week, and she she said that she'll be starting on the performance center on her birthday of July nineteenth. Um, she said that it was Triple H and Senior Vice President James Kimball um, kind of put the signing together. Um, she went to a trial in Orlando. We did see her at WrestleMania in Dallas. She was all around, so they they might have been courting her a little bit earlier than that. But um, she said that, that she had three days of training uh, at her tryout, as well as attending an NXT live show. Um, and you know she 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 was like, this was her dream. And uh, she just wants to be in Orlando and she wants to, she wants to train and she, you know, this makes her happy. And um, this is a big moment in her life. She seems very excited. She's the first Cuban American woman to sign with WWE. Um, she says, it's my destiny and now it's my time. Nice. Is all I, I, like, I like the energy. I like the energy. Energy's good. I, I liked her. I liked her interview with Ariel Hawani. You managed to watch it as, you know, as it was going on. And I like her general spirit, and she seems like she wants to work hard, and she seems like she wants to get in the ring and get things done. It'll be interesting to see kind of where things lie with NXT and the women there and, and all the stuff, if she gets called up sooner or something along those lines. I'm not sure where her development will actually go. I know there's a lot more women in the PC who are probably also waiting to get their opportunity as well. Um, you see them backstage in every NXT promo or something along those lines, so... 
it'll be interesting to see. You know what? You know who asked a question, speaking of women in the PC? They asked a question on the War Report a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, they said, yo, where's Simone Johnson at? Do you feel like she, you know... She had a knee injury. Right? Yeah. She tore her ACL or something like that. I hope she's fine. I hope she's doing well. I would like to see her on TV. I would like to see kind of where this all this development gone because she's kind of... She's been in the on the back burner for a couple of years now. So I'm interested she's, to see the progress that she's made. She's had three knee surgeries. This is her third knee surgery as of April 8th. April 8th, it is her third knee surgery. So Jesus Christ. I think at this point, she's only 19 to have three knee injuries. Nah, that's brolic. Yeah. I don't know. what I don't know what she's doing, you know, but um, she's still on payroll. I, I listen, because of who she is. I highly doubt they're going to cut bait unless she wants to cut bait, you know, mm-hmm. unless she wants to leave, she will still be there. If she wants to still try it, they will to a point until they say you cannot do this anymore. And I think that is what we kind of have to wait and see. Right. Where it's like, does, does she still want to you know, pursue this? Is it still something she really wants to do? She seems like it. I've never seen her in the ring before. You know what I'm saying? That to me is like, all right, when is that going to happen? You know what I mean? So, who knows? I hope we see her really soon. Um, so, Money in the Bank. Let's talk about it. 2022. Aired from MGM Grand on Saturday. I thought, again, they I never have problems with these, paper, these pay-per-views. They're always good. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. I'm not going to say it was great, but I thought it wasn't bad. Um, and I think none of the matches are particularly bad. Um, <clears throat> yeah. People are over. People are nitpicking the women in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And I'm like, yo, it's then you try it. <laughs> you were overly nitpicking them. Um, especially Shotzi. Shotzi had to. Shotzi, I don't know if she reinstated her account. I know she deleted her account. <clears throat> yeah. And, and when, when, my thing of this is this, like, I see a lot of people that were complaining about that who also d- dislike, like, Young Buck matches, right? Right. And they, they don't like the choreograph, highly choreographed stuff because it looks fake. Mm-hmm. And I went on there and I said, you know, it wasn't the crispest, but that's fine. These are people that are fighting with ladders. You know what I'm saying? These are people that some of them are, like, new to this. Some of them yeah, are yeah. You know, getting a new, a new opportunity. My issue, and we'll talk about this later on with stuff, is, is that, like, even if you might not be a fan of it, Letting people have an opportunity isn't that enough anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like, it nah, comes off. It comes off as like, it comes off as like, pick a side. Do you not like this type of choreographed type of stuff, or do you do you like it when it kind of looks like a fight, or when they're you know, w- are you willing to forgive mistakes if it's not that? You know what I'm saying? I it's I think it's so unwarranted because it's not like she ruined the match. You know what I'm saying? Like the match still went off without a hitch. You got the moment. You got to think. Yeah, there are a couple of quips. It happens with everybody. I've seen Shelton Benjamin, who is a you know Harold is a great worker, botch things a couple times. I've seen every. You see everything go on. You don't know what happens. They could be sweat on the thing. They could slip or something along those lines. Some of the rather. I think for the match that they had, they told a great story and they did a great job. And it's unfortunate that. Like, even after an accomplishment, this is, I believe, Shotzi's first WWE pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it feels weird 
we 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 want these new women to come up and we want them to have their time and we want some diversity and people complain about the four horse women and all the other shit like that and you want these kind of things but at the same time it's like when you put it in your face it's like well now we're going to complain about it she wasn't the crispest enough and she wasn't she was such a bosh and she ruined the match and all this other stuff like that and i was like yo what are you, what are you really complaining about that wasn't what this match was about you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. i feel like we've um lost the plot I, yeah, we lost the plot, and it, it, it's it's nitpicking for what? Like, what do you yeah. gain out of this? Live one, because I can I can say that like, the, like obviously like I I probably I can nitpick the Austin Theory win, but this the, someone who put an effort in the match and who was who's new to this is no. I mean, even to talk about the men's the men's ladder match, it it, it was to me had the perfect mix of choreography, yes but also moments that did not feel like they were super planned. You know what I'm saying? Right. And these are the tale of two different matches. Did I prefer the men's one? Yes, it was the better match, of course. Yes, but you were dealing with a bunch of people who had already had these types of matches before. Yeah. And the one guy who hadn't, they put it, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They put him away. <laughs> and that was Omos. You know what I'm saying? So like, at the end of the day, like, I feel like it was almost like picking on the women. You know what I mean? And for a match where it's like you, you did have people in there, you did have your ring generals in there, but largely mm-hmm. Becky and Oscar were to the side, letting the new chicks do stuff. Yeah. So like, what what do you it, again? They go they they go super heavy, super hard into the new generation, and when people turn their back on it, and then they do they go back to the old faithful, then people complain. So it's like, what do y'all want? What do we what do we want? I don't get I think- it. I, you know, I like that they're highlighting new women. Are they the crispest? Are they the best? No, but they add some difference to the. And I would say my only, I don't have any critique for Shotzi. Um, I would say probably, um, considering the 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 landscape of women that you're going to be in with, uh, it would be in her best interest to, <laughs> um, be on, big, you know considering the caliber of women she's going to go up against, I say it would be in her best interest to, to, to improve, you know, but it's not something that I feel like she needs to be pounded for and attacked for and come back from thing and get on social media and people are shitting on her. And least of all, we don't need to be the ones doing that. Nah, we definitely don't need to. We definitely don't need to. And I, and, and people say, well, you guys shit on AEW all the time. I'm like big difference here. Okay. Huge difference here, all right. A lot of a lot of what AEW's rock comes down to is that the style of that they work cannot be worked off like that many times, and there are too many people trying to work that style all the time that don't know how to. It, it's the it's the learning there. So if you're singling out Shotzi as one person when there's a whole show of people that, that work like that, and you you guys are okay with it, but you're not okay with Shotzi doing it, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Um, other big points on the show. You want to just do the other men's ladder match? You get the big ones yeah, out of yeah, the way. Yeah, let's do, yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan, right person wins. Um, we'll get to her in a second. Yeah. Men's ladder match. Austin Theory, who lost the U.S. title earlier in the night. I should have known that that was going to happen when he lost that title. I should have. I, I felt like he was going to lose straight because Bobby's Bobby. Yeah. Bobby's that nigga. As much as they love Austin, they don't love him more than Bobby. Let's just be clear. <laughs> yeah. They they love Bobby. Bobby getting chance. Bobby getting everything. I'm like, yo, look at Bobby right now. 
They were waiting. You know what we say? Like, they were waiting for someone to turn heel. I don't even know if they were waiting for Roman to turn face as much as they were waiting for Bobby to turn face last year. Uh, Roman turns face. It's it's going to be electric. (laughs) Rock level? You think rock level? Absolutely. When Roman turns face, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, he's popular now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, I thought men's match as a main event, super solid. I didn't have very many complaints about it. Um, really big spots that I never expected to see. Um, Riddle, by far, MVP of the match. That, mm-hmm. that guy's, Mills, he's, he's, he's operating on a different level than anyone I've seen in the business right now. Riddle is, no, I would say so. I would say so. It's interesting to kind of see where everything has kind of landed with this. I would have probably... I would have probably still put Roman versus Riddle on this card as opposed to that one SmackDown. Even though that SmackDown did great numbers and great business and all this other stuff, I probably mm-hmm. would have still put it on this card. Mm-hmm. I felt like Money in the Bank was missing as, as much as the two ladder matches are there. We've seen that match so many. We've seen all variations of fucking Money in the Bank. You got a moment. I'll, I'll say that the the one no, thing they definitely did, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you had a moment um, on yeah, this show that you always remember. Yeah, yeah, two moments that you'll always remember. And two of them with the same person. So, like, they made somebody on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it probably wouldn't have... Uh, the tension probably would have been thwarted if Roman was actually there. So, you're, you're right on that case. It's, it's interesting to see how, they're, how they are making up for him not being there. And this show is an example. Well, I feel like it's... This show, to me, represents a little bit of the changing of the business model. Like, what is truly the premium live event that we need to watch, right? Like, mm-hmm. what is the premium live event? I feel like all these be, these other tier pay-per-views are now being treated... Where Whereas we used to get WWE Championship matches every pay-per-view. It seems now um, to be much further far apart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and... and go ahead. And, and to your point much further apart but they're trying to pack out these b shows where you'll have fomo if you miss it yeah so and 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 we were just like oh we're just gonna get too many in the bank member uh winners we got a winner and a cash in the same night which they've done before but it was the person they did it with this time it was a surprise at the end this time where it was like no you need to watch it because we're going to do something that we you know they made decisions on the show mm-hmm. that they only normally do when they're trying to pop a rate, you know what I'm saying? They like they, when they're trying to do something silly for a week right. just to get people talking. This was something where it's like people have been talking about this since Saturday all the way on to today. I like that this match. Um, I like that this premium live event. You know, they're they're light, they're fun to me. These premium, especially the B tier premium live events. Obviously, there's the A tier, the big SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Um, we thought that Money in the Bank would be. Apparently, the niggas was like, nah. Um, but SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, those ones is like, okay, those are the attraction ones, but these can be an attraction for various different reasons. And I think, you know, you got a couple people highlighted on the show that we probably would have never seen. Maybe if a Roman Reigns is attached to the show, maybe if we do have two world championship matches on the show, and maybe those world championship matches don't even seem as, 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 uh, as coveted as they would if they're, you know, if they're not on the SummerSlam, like I, Brock versus you get, you have the opportunity to promote Brock versus Roman 
before SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. Instead of wedging it in, you know, we have three weeks before you wedging it in. You kind of got to announce it. You kind of got to make these people hate each other in three weeks. Now you have the opportunity to kind of flex it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um and have the match promote itself for a while before you get in and a lot of people we're complaining about the match because it's like oh, i don't want to see roman versus brock lesnar again but once this bill starts rocking again i'm sure we're gonna be like i right, these niggas it's, it's already rocking already <laughs> rocking as a monday like they went back to the to, to the first match they had yeah and i was like okay this is what they should have did for mania that's why i was like you know, a week ago, I was like, you know what? I'm willing to give him some bail for this because I felt like the Mania match didn't end the way that I wanted it to. It didn't feel epic, you know? No, you're right. Give me the epicness. But um, men's match, Austin Theory wins. People are upset. I'm not a fan of the finish, but how can I, How you know, again. Can you ignore what it does for Theory, I guess? I don't know. No, or no, how could you, for, or what it says for what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Taker's out. Triple H is out forever. Sting's out. Um, Cena, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You might, you, you might have maybe four or five matches left for him. You know? Rock, he's not facing no theory. You know what I'm saying? He's not facing that type of a threat. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. their, their old stars are, they're, they're gone. They're dwindling. It's time like to make new ones and but to be theory, fair is theory the right is theory the right person though we don't know and and i i know kwan had put a tweet out saying like do you feel as though he's the top guy and i said like it's not up to us to decide that it's up for to them to make him to make us believe in him is that it is i can't say that he is right now absolutely not no yeah. i i can't stand the guy yeah i i will i will say i thought his promo on monday against lashley was good yeah i i thought so as well I thought his promo against Lashley was good. I said, okay, let's do sh- less goofy, more serious kind of thing. Yeah. I liked it. Chip you know what I'm saying? Shoulder. And I thought that that was, that was fine, but can I you see him with that title right now? Goofy face though. He got a goofy face. I don't know. Absolutely. He does. And, and listen, this might not work. We've seen, we've seen them crown a lot of guys before swagger, Rene Dupree. Who else? Um, <laughs> Damien Sandow. Sandow. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm talking about just like not even Sandow. I'm talking about guys like Ken Kennedy, like people that they were gonna like that were factored into things. Mm-hmm. And it's like in order for theory to fail, something drastic has to happen. He'll have to injure Orton, or he'll have to get a pop a wellness test, or something like like a lot of these guys blew up before they became what they were. I'm not wishing that on theory, but I'm saying that like I'm just saying in terms of the way this, it, it could follow the same pattern. To be honest with you, I think he's truly at a a, a major crossroads crossroads in his career where it could happen where he could be the novelty act of the era like you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying when you go back and you're like damn jack's record was really world champion yeah like that that was wild like yeah. when you go back and you was like yo kozlov what was that about you uh, know what um, I'm saying? del rio del rio was pushed down our throats <laughs> for a better part of three years he won the title like within six months right you know what I'm saying? He won the Rumble. <laughs> the largest Royal Rumble in history. Yes. Um, like, he, he was pushed on our throats. And, you know, with, with Theory, it's like, a kid sink or swim at this point. Because the thing is, they have, the, the one thing that's protecting him is that they have people to fall back on. If it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. 
But they've given him KO. They've fed Finn to him. They fed him a lot of guys in the last couple months. And I didn't believe in none of them wins. None of them. The, the most smart thing that they did, even though it's annoying, and I feel like he shouldn't have held the U.S. title if they were going to do this shit again, was to have him kind of be given this opportunity. I'm more interested in how that falls now. You know what I'm saying? How he fails that. We don't like I'm more interested in, in having him some some adversity. Have him question himself. <laughs> Something. We we we've seen this archetype and character. You guys can do so much better than this. You know what I mean? Like it, it is I, I was not a fan of it. However, when you think about the match, Meals, Riddle can't even they're they're not giving away that Roman's gonna lose that title. So so Riddle can't win. Seth is clearly seems to be getting, you know, going to be ready for Cody whenever he comes back. He could get the title, but he don't need this to get it. Mm-hmm. And they're not, they're not going to redo Heist of the Century with him. That's his moment. He'll never get it again. You know? The rest of those guys, come on. <laughs> Madcap Moss, ew. Sammy, it was a smart booking, but, you know, no. I, we had a good run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My ideas had a good run. You don't need it. He don't need it. Like theory, it made sense for him to have it. They pushed him to do that. I think his his albatross will still like all money in the bank member winners. We all know this meals. They lose all the time. So that's the only solace I have in this is that he's going to be having hopefully good to to passable passable to good matches and losing them on his way there whenever that happens. Well, people were people weren't very happy, or they may have been questionable about now. It looks at SummerSlam. I mean, we kind of got the indication from this last week, and I'm talking about we as in me and you, um, when John Cena did not, apparently did not mention like he was going to be on SummerSlam. But yeah. you kind of felt like if he was going to be on SummerSlam, they would have told us he would have been on SummerSlam by now. Um, yeah. So we got Bobby Lashley versus Theory at SummerSlam this year, United mm-hmm. States Championship. I had in the good faith that they should put both of them shits on the line, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to do that shit. No, that that's good stakes, but you but then you give away Bobby winning because a briefcase winners never fucking win. <laughs> like we we be able to carry this this theory on if a woman was able to hold it for longer than a month, but I mean the past three they haven't. I mean, when Carmella had it, ain't nobody give a damn what she was doing anyway. She, she lost a lot, but um. Liv Morgan wins it. Wins the the briefcase. Cash is in on Ronda Rousey, who had a match between Natalia. Unfortunately, that match had to follow a match of the year contender in the Profits versus the Usos. <laughs> How they get the longest match? They got the second longest match on the card. There are How many Romans. There are many Romans. There are many Roman Reigns. I, I was going to say the specter of Roman Reigns looms still, even when he's not there in the Usos, because they're yeah. working more than he is, yeah. and they're kicking. They're kicking out of shit that they would not be kicking out of three years ago. Yo, I was kind of tight. I was low-key kind of tight. Because I was like, wait a minute. I get it's one and done. And it's supposed to be one and done. But how do they kick out all your finishes? <laughs> and, and niggas don't get the same uh, the same opportunity to be able to do that. Just crazy. It's crazy. Um, but you know what? It was a fant- fantastic fucking match. Yeah. That was a match that built up. It started off incredibly slow. And it built up and it crescendoed. And it was really this kind of like highlighting moment. Um, it was a reminder moment for Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, who absolutely needed this moment because they'd lost cons- every championship match. They in tag team championship matches a number of times this year. And all of them they've lost in, I, I, would, I would even go to say, unspectacular fashion. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, never felt like they truly had a chance in kind of this. And I don't think anyone really feel like they did, to be honest with you. I don't think anyone expected the title to switch in this. But I think now that you've established kind of really, really good heat on the show, I can see them on SummerSlam now. I couldn't see them on SummerSlam before. Yeah. But now you can, yeah. Ronda versus Natty. Oof. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was, I, I felt, I, I liked it a lot. I just felt like the crowd had been tired. People online were tired. You get kind of technically kind of like back-to-back kind of good moments. You had Lashley winning. You had Liv winning. You had that tag team match. You know what I'm saying? Like you had all of that back-to-back-to-back. Right. <laughs> and then and then this is where they fall. This could have came after the, the, the well, you kind of had to have it at this point. <laughs> You couldn't have it earlier in the show because it wouldn't have made sense because you had to do the... I know I'm not even going to talk about the Bianca match, but the, the teases that they did throughout were, were interesting. And I thought they were um they were dope because it had you thinking that she would she was going to cash in on, on Bianca too. Um, I felt like... I don't know. I don't like how we ended up here with this Ronda thing. It wasn't... Listen, I said the same thing with Judgment Day. I, I feel as though when they see something is not working, they will change the directions instead of being like meals a year and a half ago, a year ago, they were going to, they stayed the course as, as much as me. You hated seeing certain shit like uh, Lashley's shit where he, he kept beating everybody and he wasn't, he had no direction. He like Lashley. Remember he had that, that kind of like that ceiling where he would never go for the title, but he beat everybody on the show. Yeah, of course. Beat like, everybody. It wasn't working. You know what I'm saying? But they kept with it anyway. I could see them saying Ronda and maybe Ronda as a face isn't working. Maybe Ronda as champion isn't working with this roster as is constructed. Right? Yeah, I would pull her out, to be honest with you. And right. I, and I think in, in, in any other situation, I think she probably wants to be like, I want to help. It's like, well, this may not be the best use for you right now. Right. Um, and and you look at the roster too, Mills. She beat kind of everybody. She beat Shotzi. She, she beat Raquel. Right. Like, I don't know what she's going to be doing at Zia Lee, to be honest. You probably exactly. She, she beat Charlotte. Um, All of that stuff. She beat all those people. They needed to give her someone quick that she could have. And what better way, if you're going to do Ronda, I don't know if you want to turn her heel yet. I think, I think her reactions are just so good. I would I not turn her. I think... But here's the thing. I feel like her her character work is so mundane. Like, it's so not she should good. Stop talking. She should stop talking. She should stop Probably. fucking talking in yeah. general. I feel like it's just so, it brings down the show when she starts talking. And it's no slight to her, to be honest with you, because I have a lot of respect for Ronda Rousey and the things that she does. But it's such a drag when you start talking and stuff like that. And I feel like there's a better way to utilize her. Um, and what we're doing right now isn't the way. I feel yeah, like yeah. this this match this match with Natty, I feel like if it's if the championship is on the line and it's Charlotte and Natty, it's a different kind of story. If it's but this Ronda Nat it feels like it, it I don't know. It just feels kind of like I don't want to say beneath her. Right. When you look at the placement of this on this card this was the cool down match <laughs> until the end. But um I I I I absolutely agree. Um I think that there were a lot of things that did work, 
with Ronda coming back in terms of the giving SmackDown a shot in the arm and giving us some TV matches with Ronda, which helped those ratings for sure. But I thought there was a lot that did not work. And Ronda needs a real foil. And, and again, a lot of what's happening to Mills is not on her. There was, yeah, there yeah. was, she was not, you know, we know we're not going to get into it, but this was probably not the direction at first. And the same with Bianca. It was probably not the direction. A lot of things have broken down in that division. But I think she when you give. needs a new foil. She for sure needs one. And I we think. Can't be Char- we can't, it always can't be Charlotte. Like. And, and I think Liv is a, a perfect person for that. Liv, one of the only people that have actually penned Ronda, one of three people that have actually penned Ronda, or one of two, or whatever, however you say it. No, well, it's only been, well, yeah, three people that's beat Ronda. Yeah, and that's her. One of them is her. And I think that, you know, that's such a great moment for her. I remember sitting on the show two and a half, three weeks ago, I said, man, I'm buying some stock in Liv because she's looking good out there. And when they want to heat you up, same with Theory, same with Lashley. You know, to a certain extent, a couple other people on the roster, they do the work and they did the work with her. She beat damn near everybody she was faced. She's faced Sands, Bianca and Becky <laughs> in the last couple months. Right. You know what I'm saying? She earned this shit. So shout out to Liv Morgan, man. I, I'm, I'm in. And they love her. They love her. Rhonda and, and, and Liv, what, what are we thinking? Depends how we get there. It's a it's a little bit of a short time to get there, so I'm not sure what they could actually pull off from this, to be honest with you, unless Ronda beats the shit out of Liv really quickly. So I'm not sure what they could actually pull out of this, but um, it's a uh, it'll be. I think um, honestly, I think honestly, you you want my thing? It's gonna be a run back of a uh, SummerSlam last year, and I think it's a triple threat: mm-hmm. Ronda, Charlotte, Liv. And Liv gets out by the skin of her teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she managed yeah. to to edge some out. They the other two cancel each other out. She gets a nice little roll up pin or something like that. Something yeah. crazy. Um, I'll, I'll say this: Money in the Bank title wins. Just before y'all get mad, they have a shelf life. <laughs> they're they're just story vehicles to me. They're not even yeah. Like, yeah they're accomplishments. Like it's obviously an accomplishment, but it's not something that like Baron Corbin won one, and then what happened? Like. Yeah, no, like, don't look at these money in the bank title wins as as you're gonna have. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just warming people up. It's a vehicle for a story. They could literally say, from what I've noticed for the other money in the bank winners, they have these people win, and then say, "What are we doing for WrestleMania?" And it's like we're doing this shit, and then they say, "All right, how are we gonna get the briefcase off this nigga?" <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like that's legitimately, they did it for The Miz. They're like, all right, Miz got to win this shit. When are you going to win it? Right then. But then we got to take the title right back off the nigga. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, and, and honestly, that's where I think will happen with, with Theory, too. That's the same That's the same thing that happened with Nikki Ash. Um, who the fuck won the men's one last year? Um, um, Otis. No. No, not Otis. No. Otis didn't win. Who won it last year? Oh, my God. Big, are we- Big E. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Not in WrestleMania at all. Like, yeah. yeah. This might just be like, yo, some cool for the summer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what would happen back in the day when someone would win, like Mankind would win the title on an offhand week and some shit like yeah. that. And he'd lose it. He'd lose it. Win the title in September. He ain't winning the title in March. He ain't winning yeah. the title in January. We might get a September, October. Might get something and, at No Mercy or Fully Loaded or something. 
and to be fair, maybe they'll break the curse with Liv. But I'm just saying, the same with like a man. WrestleMania. <laughs> the same with people winning the title at Mania. Your shelf life is usually SummerSlam. Now Bianca, the clock ticking. I feel like I'm, I feel terrible they haven't given her more, but I feel as though I, I'll tell my theory about what happened based on what happened on Raw. But you know that you it's usually right. Like Mania to SummerSlam is how long you'll have it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that and that's just how it goes. So we'll see. Um, but but Money in the Bank, I would say go out of your way to watch that tag match. Um, the main event, I wouldn't say anything else is really like essential though. In my no, opinion. Not at all. I think Bobby did a great job of theory, but like, yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah. Monday Night Raw, a if if there was ever a punt of an episode. Ooh, of where boy, the, did this one stink. I didn't even tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no, nah, I'm gonna do something else. Uh chiefly a one match show in a lot of ways. Um which was the match? The main event. Main event. Um what was the main event? event? Uh Becky and Oscar. No holds bar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, um, my, one match. Show. Three hours to get there, though. God damn. I just had it on the background. I was playing Monster Hunter, but um, I would look up to be like, okay, this segment's on, and I write notes, and then I go on my life. Oh, Miz is on. All right, well, fuck it. They are they are missing K Kevin Owens. I'm praying he's back soon. I this hope, show. I hope everything is well. Yeah, me too. He's tweeting, so <laughs> it might be some family shit. Yeah, they said it's an undisclosed injury, but um. Things did happen. Um, we, as we said earlier, they 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 finalized uh, Lashley versus Theory. Uh, seems to me that Mysterios will be taking a trip to SummerSlam as well. You had Judgment Day versus them. I'm glad they did that first. No, I'm let's, glad that we got. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the conversation. What conversation? You didn't see the conversation online. No. Finn got pants, man. Come oh on, yeah, man. that that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no, I like the pants. He's wearing Jordans too with them. Oh, really? Yeah, he's wearing uh, all uh, murdered out Jordan ones. I don't know if I like the the was it a rag a purple rag. I I think it's it's quite a choice. Um, <laughs> you like a pirate? <laughs> it's like it reminds me of Nakamura's old gear, and I think that's kind of where he's because he looks it looks like Nakamura gear from back in New Japan, and Nakamura's wear a sash. Take out the scarf part. I feel like. You look like a pirate. Well, well, take out this. Make your pants have a logo on it. <laughs> yeah, something crazy. Something. Come on now. Put a logo on the pants. Um, as fuck. Um, it was working. It was working when against the Mysterios, though. Really good, really good match. And I thought a really good ending that kind of made San Diego happy doesn't really um diminish what they're trying to do with Judgment Day at all, but continues the feud for another time. I don't know what so they're I doing with Judgment Day, to be honest with you. Well, Judgment Day is just a. a, a Niggas on the show. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hot dog, hot dog. I don't care. Uh, hot dog eating contest <laughs> took up most of the show. I, yeah, I was off this. We had First a well, seven. You see how Zeke was holding that hot dog. I was like, what the fuck is up with this man? I think he's playing up how weird this, the, that he is. And I think I, I like it. That nigga it's held fun. a hot dog so weird. Uh, Seth and him had a, had a match. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like you could have had you could have gave Seth the day off, but I guess since his wife was working, give him something to do. Um, what like else happened? Um, Bianca Liv teamed up, so I guess this is Liv's uh, farewell to Raw for the time being. I guess so. so. I mean, it wasn't even that fly. See you later, Liv. 
Melanati. Um, I was like, oh, calm the fuck on. People are injured, Meals. What are you? I <laughs> know, but like. People are injured and people are suspended. So <sighs> this is what we have. <laughs> I was just like, God, Mela and Natty together. People uh, are injured and people are. I'm worried about Rhea Ripley. I will say that much. I am worried about Rhea Ripley, too. I am now concerned. And we don't know where the fuck is going on. Well, here's my thing. Okay, so let's get to it, right? Sure. Becky and Asuka had a great match. Becky wins it. I think this kind of firmly puts her in line with the title, but also puts Asuka in there with Alexa, who wants a title now. Makes sense. Perfectly sensical. You go ahead and do Becky Bianca with a step. Have this be Becky's last chance. Then hopefully if Rhea is ready, you have her and Bianca at Clash, right? And Becky can, I think they're opening up the opportunity. I'm praying they're opening up the opportunity that we will finally get the Becky Ronda one-on-one. And I think that's what you, that's what you should do at Mania is have them go one-on-one. Do I want to see Becky versus Bianca at SummerSlam? Um, They never have bad matches. And they don't yeah, do it often. They, they don't do it often. <laughs> I know, but I need a little bit more thrill in this Bianca title reign. I need, I, I need, I, I understand victim of circumstance in circumstances, a lot of ways. Exactly. The circumstances surrounding it. The only person on that roster she's got real smoke with is her. It's probably do drop <laughs> for dropping that, <laughs> dropping that too many fucking times. But, um, but I mean, it's, it's the only person that on the roster she's got real smoke with. Rio would have been that person. She is gone for whatever reason. I'm hoping she's back soon. Right. I At this point, I would hold off on Rhea until after SummerSlam anyway. I mean, that seems to be the case, to be honest with you, because ain't no way they could jimmy this thing up in three weeks. I mean, you and, can because she won. Didn't she win a number one contender match or some shit? Yeah, like she's, she, she is rightfully owed that, I think. Make her interim champion. <laughs> but but I think that again, you get a stadium match again with these two for people who ain't seen it. They don't do it often. We saw you that. Give it, <laughs> give it, Everyone saw it. <laughs> what well, means? Well, since well, well, what since then? It's I, like know, they, I know. They, I know. I know. They did it a month after that, and then they did it that, and then they didn't go back to it for six months. You know what I'm saying? Like they've right. had more restraint with that than I would. Than I, I'm shocked that they had that much restraint with these two. Because they yeah, could be running this. Match. We need a step for it. If we're doing it again, we got to get a step. Last, and the thing is, ratchet up the, again, you do it. You know, I know what I did to you a year ago. Everyone saw what I did to you a year ago. I'm going to do it again at the same show. WrestleMania, whatever. It's a fluke. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 26 second show ass. The funniest shit would be meals is if, if Bianca does it to her. Hmm. That would be because it's like, okay, downward spiral. Okay, you get you get a little bit of moment of levity. Like I'm gonna do it, and then like no, Bianca's still your demon. You know what I'm saying? That's who it is. That'll be fun. They're not gonna do it, but that'd be funny. I think it'll be Bianca Becky. I th- I think if you give it a step of like she never gets to challenge for it again, there should be a lot of one. There should be a lot of like blow offs. Roman and Brock blow off. They're they're now calling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're now saying this is the last one. Until five years down the line, <laughs> but this Which, is the yeah. Last I screamed at the TV. Yeah, I. Twenty twenty five, we'll probably see it again. But for the time being, yeah, the last one. 
That's fine. Yeah, Give Brock whatever, I, whatever the Saudi prince wants to see it, nigga. We we get I, it. I, I want Brock to face different people. I want Brock and Bobby to have a prolonged title, you know, um, title program with the US title or some shit like that. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be dope. I hope so. Bobby deserves it. He deserves a prolonged title, title reign. I don't know, but again, like I wouldn't even turn Brock. I just make him a tweener. I just make him a, a you know, shades of gray type of thing. But I, yo, I do think you know, Becky. Yo, what are we doing with Edge? I, I, I can he's say Mr. what I heard. I don't want to say. I don't say he's Mister SummerSlam. He's. I can say. Ready. I can say what I've heard. Could you? <laughs> Like a throwback to like old days. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like in a lot of ways, Edge, and I've said this before, and I, I don't say it for no reason. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of what Edge does is like stuff that he helps write and helps you know helps come up with. Oh, absolutely. This, this seems to be something completely out of his head. If that if if that is really him, quote unquote quotes air quotes here, but the thing that would make the most sense would be for him to go right back to judgment day. And that's probably why they're still in a holding pattern. That's why I'm not, I don't, the plans with edge change so rapidly <laughs> as you I'm, see. I feel, I don't even know. If I was going to say like edge and Ray Mysterio versus judgment day. But then with, like, what, what was with Dominic, with Dominic on the edge of going over to them. That would be sick, but, what I what I like to happen never really happens. <laughs> I it, again, all I'm saying is that like the edge edge will be back to like being a you know a big deal and what they wanted to be. <clears throat> Seems like that didn't work. Again, I'm I'm not mad at them for saying this didn't work. Let's go in a different direction. Because I'm it, not it, mad it, either because that's what I was saying the entire time, and the nigga blocked me. So, and then they put two people that need that sorely needed something in there. But again, the idea comes from <clears throat> if you're going to do Edge and Rey Mysterio and do a throwback to the old SmackDown, make it mean something, have them win stuff. You know what I'm saying? You think he'll be heel still or face? There's no way he could be a heel. There's hmm. just no way. He has to get revenge. <laughs> He's seemingly going to be on the same show. So I would, I would be so, I would be like, definitely me and you would be questioning every week why the fuck is he not going after them if he's on that same show and not going after them. You know what I mean? I would be like, what the what? What was the point? You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't make any sense. But then again, it's a company that d- often does things that makes no they sense. They just do whatever they want to do at the end yeah. of the day. We're they, like, all right, nigga, who cares? They do what like, the fuck they want to do. It's SummerSlam. Fuck it. We'll figure Niggas ain't going to be on. So we ain't going to put them on SummerSlam. Like, But he's not injured. He's not injured. So not. He, sh- he should technically be able to work SummerSlam. So we'll just see what happens in the next three weeks. <laughs> What? But, this is but so crazy. We have Ro- Logan Paul on the way. Uh, I believe he's going to be on Raw in two weeks. I believe uh, he signed with WWE, and um, we got confirmation that him and Champ are working together. So again, I saw a New York Post article about this shit that to me felt so absent-minded, where the writer said, "Yo, they need to use Logan Paul." To help put over younger superstars. And I'm like, that nigga, that's not what he's about. 
This is not Logan Paul is very much so an attraction on the show. He's, he's also he's also twenty seven. Yeah. So <laughs> when you say they want to use his star power to put over people on the show and the next generation, I'm like, yo, it's not who's younger than him. Who's younger than him? <laughs> Other than theory. The younger stars that you guys are talking about, most of them are in their thirties. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was so I was uh, to me I was so dumbfounded by the fact I was like, "Yo, like, are you serious? Why does boxing get to use Logan Paul as this like you know um, attraction? But wrestling and wrestling can't because we have to put over new stuff. Like, no, bro. Like, this is the this is the part of the show where people who aren't fans tune in. And then all the other part of the show, people who are fans can enjoy. If you are next to him in a program, you are getting the rub because you're getting a bag. Is anyone next to him? Just like if you're next to Roman, if you're next to Brock. If Stone Cold is on your WrestleMania, you're getting a bag. (laughs) You're getting a bag. You're getting a bag. Shut the hell up. Get the bag and go home. That's what he should be used for. The question is, is it going to be one-on-one, which I don't think he's like, I don't know if he's ready for it yet. Um, Or is it going to be a tag match? Or will it be, will it be Miz, champ in his corner, Mm -hmm. Logan Paul, AJ Styles in his corner? That seems to be the the best way to do this. I think so as well. But I also feel like, I feel like Logan Paul at some point is going to want a singles match. This will be a singles match. It will just have two people in his corner. Oh, in the corner. Okay. In the corner, yeah. It'll be AJ in Logan's corner and Miz and um or Champa in Miz's corner. I took Logan Paul to the house the styles built and learned some yeah. kick flips and shit. Um okay, I'm down for that. Yeah. I like that. I like I like the idea. It's cool. But he signed on through 2023, so I'm guessing by next summer slam he should be signed up to for all for major events. So You'll be seeing Logan Paul probably some Survivor Series, and then you'll probably see him in the Rumble, and you'll probably see him in Mania again. So that'll be pretty cool. That'd be cool. I'm down hey, with it. I mean, it is what it is. But let's just hope uh, uh, Shane McMahon isn't booking that Rumble. <laughs> oh Lord! Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny in there next to Brock Lesnar will be a moment that will live in infamy. <laughs> I kind of miss Bad Bunny, to be honest with you. I kind of want him back. He should be off tour by then, right? I don't know. He Next January? What's the bad bunny tour? He'll make it. He'll he'll make it if you want to do it. But yeah, that was uh that was pretty much the broad strokes of Raw and a very strange episode of the A show. <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about? No. This was all very surreal, and I'm surprised we got 90 minutes out of it. <laughs> all right. So um, as always, you guys, please sign up for the Patreon. Um, for five dollars, you get new episodes of things like the Spot Callers. You get early episodes of the A Show, as well as uh, Patreon only segments. You might hear us talk about nineteen ninety nine WCW. Oh, you're definitely gonna hear us talk about that shit next week. So, um, thank you all for listening. This has been kind of like our holiday. Oh break. wait, 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 wait! We forgot to talk about fucking maximum male models. Oh my god! How do you feel about it? What a segment! <laughs> I could say I could say that I'm just like uh whatever on actually who they are. But I thought that they pulled it off so well. The commitment um, is there. The commitment is definitely there. I I don't see how you could feel bad for L.A. Knight. Uh, you know whatever his name was, Impact. I'm pretty sure he he revels in doing silly shit like this. 
He's in he you know he's been in movies and shit, right? He's been an actor. Oh really? It shows. Yeah, he's in he's been in show uh, he's he's been in stuff before. I I think he retweeted someone saying that they saw him in a in a TV show before or something like that. It shows. But I mean, he, he's good. Yeah, he he's a he's good. It's like I was never really impressed with him in the ring. <laughs> and if someone back there said, "You know what? Maybe not ring stuff and ring stuff so much." You know what I mean? Maybe just talk. Get these guys who need someone to talk for them over. I, I looked at Marseille and I was like, damn, T-Bar, you better figure something out. You better go go to uh, Express, nigga, and see if you can get in. <laughs> get you a belt, I, nigga. I told you, he's a very good looking guy, man. I was surprised he was just being used with a mask on. He looked good. I, I, I they're, gonna, they're going to stretch out them wrestling for so long. They're, these niggas are not going to wrestle for a long time. Oh god. Well, first of all, it's like I don't want to say it's the blind leading the blind, but they're both very still new to all of this. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how you know how we go about this. Also, second thing I wanted to say: this might be a um, what can I say? This will be. I don't know if this is what's it an unthing opinion, unpopular opinion. There we go. I did not like Kevin Patrick on Raw. He's not there yet. I thought He's, his his voice was so canned and yeah. not authentic, not in the moment. But like, my thing is, my thing is this, right? People really like hate on Jimmy Smith. I barely notice he's there. I barely notice he's there. No, it is I barely it is. notice Jimmy Smith is there. Could, could he, we do some? Could we do better? Probably, but also, yeah. it's he's not harming nobody. <laughs> but, but but also, we've we've had three. We had a revolving door of like eight people before he got there. Yeah, we good. I'd nod. Um, also, Marseille. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Marseille. Um, but nah, I didn't like him on Raw. To be honest with you, I hope. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I listen to him on main event sometimes, but not really all the time. Um, but hearing him on three hour Raw, I was like, nah, we got, we got to take him. Why not, why not call up? Um, well, shit, he's in Orlando. He's at NXT tonight. My man. Uh. What's his name on NXT? Fucking um, Vic I'm Joseph. A, Vic Joseph would have killed. Because the Vic thing Joseph is, he's been amazing. He's familiar with all that talent that's there from NXT. Vince must hate him. <laughs> Vince must be like, he, oh shit, he was on Raw before, wasn't he? He was definitely on Raw during the pandemic era. Then they then they say, nigga, get out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. They fired Tom. Tom Phillips on listening to Tom Phillips on Impact Wrestling is still so surreal to me. I'm like, yo, he's genuinely great. Like, and I can't believe y'all had Josh Matthews for all those years. <laughs> like, oh my god. Bring back right, Jimmy Smith. Bring back Jimmy Smith. He's he's good. Uh, but I hope he he's got the good. holiday off. Look at him. They could call Axe for the day off, and he got the day off. Boss shit. We just said, you just said, nigga. We just let the script. We don't need you this week. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stay in Vegas a couple more days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We got to get out of here because I got I to gotta put this up on Patreon. We're late today, but uh, we will be on time for everything else uh, this this month as well as Spot Callers, which it looks like we're probably going to be doing the Bash 2009. Do you want to watch that? Is this an invite to the show? Yeah, you, you want to do it? Yeah, whenever you guys are doing it, yeah, I'll do it. All right, fuck it. We're, doing, we're watching the Bash 2009. 
uh, featuring CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy and Triple H, uh, Randy Orton, three stages of motherfucking hell. Oh, God. On damn, Patreon. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk to you guys next week. And thank you guys for listening. Please have a safe and uh, fun holiday weekend if you're still off. And uh, be safe out there in the streets just in general, man. Cases are rising. People are crazy. Be safe. Stay in the house. Listen to the A Show. For Meals, I'm Justin. Peace out.